Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 107 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm here with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Ho, 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 Josh. How's it going? Pretty good, Shannon. How's it going? <laughs> we just mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Just for those who are going, I know what they're going to say. Yeah. It's going, it's going, hmm, it's going good. Uh-huh. I'm just very, very aware very aware of the message I am uh, preaching this Sunday. We're talking about joy, mm. and I'm talking about how we, much like peace, we let the externalities of our life kind of uh, yeah. rule or decide if mm-hmm. we're joyful or not, instead of the eternal. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what we were talking about last week, about like what we look forward to. Right. In Christmas yes. is where we really get the joy of Christmas mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I just want to be like, I'm great. But I also know that I'm probably going to share a couple of things that could be factors that could affect someone's joy, my joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that I'm like right now, you know, kind of holding and I'm like, okay, Lord, but I'm still going to have joy. So I didn't want to just be like, it's great. Yeah. So do I have the joy of the Lord? Yes. Down in your heart? Down in my heart. Where? Inima, that's the Romanian version, and uh, it sounds like enema because it's like enema. I know, but it's like unde inima unde. <laughs> unde is where, kind of yeah. like donde, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I do have the joy of the Lord, but I do have to keep reminding myself mm-hmm. that I do have it. Mm-hmm. Um, much like peace last week, that a lot of people they have peace with God, but they don't function as in like the peace of God mm-hmm. um because those aren't necessarily those are just those are two different prepositions there so yeah um yeah who that was a loaded question that hey, was hey Shannon how's it with you well let me tell you yeah <laughs> I was just gonna say yesterday was my 31st birthday oh you're messing with my brain because yeah. we're recording early happy birthday Joshua <laughs> So interesting um, factoid for our listeners. Yeah, I think you this and is I, really cool. You and I will will not forget uh, each other's birthday or our or, parents or our mothers. So that's right because mm-hmm. my mother's birthday is December seventh, which is my birthday, which is Josh's, and then my mother's birthday is September second, which, which is, is your my birthday. birthday. I think that is like the so, coolest thing. So we have no excuse to forget each other's birthdays or our mother's birthdays. Yep. Um, my mother. Uh, celebrates her birthday in heaven. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm off the hook to make the phone call, but I still remember her on her birthday. So usually my sister and my brother and I, we text each other and say hello. And mm-hmm. my sister makes sure she wears like bright red lipstick in honor of our memory of our mother. So. Your mom a big r- lipstick wear? She uh, definitely uh, a a teenager of the 50s and whatnot, and she just believed you didn't leave the house without lipstick on. Mm. And as everyone who knows me knows that I continue to live under that motto, no. Mm. I do wear, uh, like, a little bit of lipstick on Sundays. But, yeah, I'm not like that. But, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think my mom My sister's kind of like, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm a guy in that aspect. It's, I don't know. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. Her lips look kind of pink. Yeah. Is that natural? I don't know. Sometimes they're brown. <laughs> what color are you wearing? Um, so, <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, well, we're doing... What did you do for your birthday? So... Will you, did you do? Our community group is... Or Kara for our community group is doing like this big charcuterie board. Or did a uh-huh. large charcuterie board. Adult Lunchables. Yep. Yes. And I'm going to say it was fantastic. So you and Kara had charcuterie for your birthday. Yes. Excellent. And that is an inside joke between me, Shannon, and Kristen that will <laughs> never get explained on this podcast. You've never... <laughs> I think we should explain it. No. No? No. Okay. Anyway, so y'all are going to do a big giant charcuterie board with a whole group of people? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to cut this. <laughs> or are we? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, ask Josh when you see him. If you listen to the podcast, ask me and I'll explain well, what... Well, if you listen to the podcast, you're hearing this conversation. Yeah, so come ask me and I'll explain it. But only to the people that come and ask That's me. That's right. You got to ask. Yep. Yep. And, and I'm not going to tell you. You have to nope, see Josh. you have to see me. Oh, dearie, dear. So anyway, y'all are going to do that. Yep. Or we did that. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fantastic. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> um, do your girls do anything special for you on your birthday and stuff? Um, uh, Kara <laughs> took them out to buy me a birthday present. Mm. And I know what it is already. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like I'm dropping the hints of like I really need uh, so X, they, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. So like Adeline is like. Well, we got him. It's perfect, Mommy. <laughs> he says he really needs it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys will do this. I don't. I mean, Adeline could probably do it, but maybe when Caroline gets a little older. But um, that stage where it's kind of like you give, like Mallory, you know, like here's ten dollars. You can go buy something for Mommy and Daddy. You know, and usually I get like fuzzy socks, or I would get a candle, mm-hmm. and then Drew would get like. Um, uh, he's harder to do with that cheap, but I mean, like we might do like duct tape or something, which inevitably I end up using it. Mm. So. But um, uh, yeah, that would be. Um, Kara is a lot more guided with it deodorant, than I. She got him deodorant mm. one year, so that was good. We do that with Adeline already, mm-hmm. but Kara's a lot more guided than I am with it. Yeah. So when so Kara gets whatever Adeline suggests if I take her shopping. Mm. Oh yes, and and Kara's more like let's be practical. Yes. Here. So like, um, candy that Adeline would like, apparently mommy loves. Yes, of course. Like there's mm-hmm. like, Adeline loves bath bombs. Mm-hmm. Mommy loves bath bombs. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I've, the only thing I've been like, eh, she's, Adeline has always wanted to buy Kara temporary tattoos. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, that's awesome. Uh but usually Adeline likes to pick out a new pair of jammies and some kind of thing that Adeline likes for Kara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to have to do that with Mallory and be like, okay, now we're going to Target to buy, like, let's say her friend had a birthday party or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, remember, we're buying for your friend, not, not for you. you exactly. You know, so. And Adeline has a tough time with that. It's just what it is. Yeah. It's, she'll grow out of it. So like, Hopefully. If not... You know, like I've taken her to go buy for Caroline, and it's like, <laughs> no, Caroline doesn't like this. You like this. Caroline, Caroline doesn't like this toddler toy. She likes this, you know. She wants this fingernail polish set. <laughs> no, she doesn't. 
Oh, good times, good times. Well, um, we are, uh, this Sunday is our uh, Christmas Impact return. Yep. So we've already had several bags, uh, book bags come back in. So, uh, but if you, listener, have not yet returned yours, bring it on in Sunday so we can get them back out to the students before they are out for Christmas break. Bring Bring them to church and just go ahead and stick them at the kneelers by the cross. Mm-hmm. What a good place to put them. Yep. Bring them to the cross. Um, yeah, and we'll make sure we get those out. And, uh, oh, one thing I want to mention was our gear shift from food truck Sunday to just food Sunday. Um, we had a good, I thought we had a good time uh, with that Sunday. Yeah, a great turnout yeah. for kind of rotten weather. Yeah, it was. It was like, is it raining? Is it not? We don't know. So, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed visiting a lot of people mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. so that was good. So anything else we want to mention before we jump into today's um, Advent conversation? Um, just that <laughs> if you're marking on your calendars, go ahead and put um, December 18th. Uh, that'll be the next Sunday. That'll be our uh, worship music, Christmas worship yeah. music service. Yeah, 1030. Um, Good time. Still working out some details about it, but it's shaping up to be yes. fantastic. Yes, I'm singing. So go ahead and plan on being here. I just want her to get up there and play the bass for like one song. <laughs> I need to learn to play the bass first if I'm gonna do that. Just smoke on the water or something, <laughs> you know. Just you just play the you just figure out a bass line you can play, and our band okay. is that skilled. They'll just figure something out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, December eighteenth. Uh, it's always a really good service, and I know for some people, it's kind of their 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 Christmas service because maybe they don't they're traveling or whatever, yeah. and they don't come on a Christmas Eve. So it's, for a lot of people, it is their Christmas Eve, Christmas worship service. So. And then on Christmas Eve, we'll have our two candlelight services yep. at 3 and 4.30. 3 p.m., 4.30. Mm-hmm. And no church on the 25th. No so. church on the 25th. What we're going to do is we are going to be recording our Christmas Eve service and then uh, presenting it on Christmas on our social medias and websites. So Yes, that would be um, cool. If you can't make it to uh, our Christmas Eve service, you'll be able to watch it online on Christmas at 1030. But it won't be the same, so you should be here. Yeah, you sh- you should be here. You should be here. And if you are, <clears throat> like, I, you know, I keep hearing this a lot, um, mm-hmm. especially of our new people that have come in the last two years. Mm-hmm. You've watched online, you've listened to the podcast, but, you, but once they finally make that step to come yeah. into the church... They, they really love it. So if you are sitting here listening to the podcast or our services and you haven't yet come experience yeah. the service, I can't think of any time of year that's better to start. Yeah, and you then, bring up... Then no, the next ahead. Sunday. Yeah. Whatever that next Sunday is. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you that... So we had our, um, our ministry celebration and business meeting last week. Yeah. Our annual... It's a meeting we have every year. Um, where we, you know, ministry partners that come, we vote and approve the budget. But we also had these wonderful testimonies slash reports of um, from leaders, from uh, members of the board, staff, and then just our key volunteer leaders. Yep. Um, but then I also shared uh, four or five, I think, uh, different um, remarks that people have shared with me about why they are part of the church. One of which uh, was a was a quote from someone who their family, the Millers, they partnered in ministry on Sunday. Yeah, this past Sunday. Um, but what I heard, Josh, in I think every one of those testimonies uh, was something very important to point out, which is 
they all talked about how they first checked us out online. Mm-hmm. Um, they listened to the podcast. They watched on YouTube. They watched us on Facebook, however they connected. And so, and they were like, okay, this looks like a church we'd like to go to. And then they came. Mm-hmm. And now they're invested. And um, one, I think that, um, I hope that that was encouraging for you to oh, hear yeah. as our media pastor, mm-hmm. um, for you to hear, because sometimes you just don't know, like a podcast, like who's going to listen to it? What's it going to, is it going to be beneficial in yeah. any way? Um, I know that at this point, who knows if we've been beneficial at all, but um, <laughs> at this moment, this mm-hmm. episode, um, but I know that's really, as I was reading those um those remarks i was just like this is a really great um just reminder of the the importance of uh the media ministry that we have um inside and outside Mm -hmm. or beyond i guess is the better term so and and you know my my report that that night was really about a lot of numbers because um something that you know i always get asked is like (laughs) how many people watch or listen and i go it's a lot and they go well, how many? I'm like, what? What's a lot to you? <laughs> yeah, and so I so the week before yeah. the meeting, I really dug into the numbers, and uh, one this podcast one really blew me away. Like I wasn't like videos. I kind of keep track of because yeah. of the amount of capital time and and uh, people that go in to make the videos yes. happen. So I yes. I keep a really good pulse on that. Yeah, but this is but the podcast is just. The sermons are are able to do quickly and easily because of the videos, mm-hmm. and then this is just me and you and a couple hours editing and putting mm-hmm. it up. So I don't take that much. Uh, like I I don't evaluate it very often, mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. than people are listening. Right. Like I don't go, well, how many people are listening again, mm-hmm. or are podcasts still being listened to? Right. And one of the bl- facts that blew me away is that this year our podcast channel has over 35,000 listens already That's, this year. Wow. Wow. And, and it's, and you think, well, we, we were very vocal about disaffiliation and that's mm-hmm. where it all came from. Mm-hmm. You could, yes, but then that was in like March and April that we were mm-hmm. having that's those right. major discussions, yeah. which they averaged about 7,000 those months. Mm-hmm. But then October was 6,000. Mm. You know, so there, there hasn't been we knew we'd see a spike right because of the disaffiliation talks but i guess we're people are liking what we're saying and they're sticking around <laughs> so if that's you thanks thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot and it and i was telling kara i was like man i re- really remember telling shannon if it drops below 30 listens on average we'll probably just call it quits mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah and oh, yeah. and on average we get a thousand listens a week <laughs> that's so crazy what on any given episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've actually been uh, approached to by, like, sponsors. Mm-hmm. Like, via, like, those, like, YouTube and podcast mm-hmm. networks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not anything where we can control it well enough that I'd feel comfortable. Yeah. So, we haven't done that. And yeah. I don't want to take a sponsor. But the the fact that we're getting people are that engaged that secular companies are noticing mm-hmm. our podcast is pretty neat. That is... Yeah, I didn't know that. And if you said it in the meeting, I must have nodded off. I, I didn't because that's like I didn't want to say, "Hey, people want to give us money, but I can't control the ads that they want to put in front of it." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So I was like, "No, thank you." Yeah. Um, 
Well, so so I just I wanted to point that out. So thank you, and um, you know, ministry in in what maybe uh, I would I was about to say our parents or grandparents how they viewed ministry, but I would even say even myself twenty years ago, it looks different, and in many ways it looks different as far as how we how we even talk about reaching people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like I think any anything that's orthodox. Um, a lot of things they don't change like god's word doesn't change right. the truth of the scriptures do not change god's desire to be in relationship with us through jesus that does not change like these things are unchangeable but um the manner in which or the medium in which it's it's brought it it changes mm-hmm. um and of course how we human beings w- for good or for bad how we receive information mm-hmm. and uh has changed yeah and so, you know, we were just having a conversation, me and Justin, um, just about, you know, future, uh, like the, the, the 18th, the music mm-hmm. thing, and like what, what are some things that we could do differently? Um, because, and, and again, the, the message doesn't change, but, but how it's delivered mm-hmm. does. And I, it's a challenge. It really yeah. is a challenge. Um, it's also a challenge, but also like a saving grace of it. Like I don't have to worry. I have to worry about vehicles mm-hmm. of of the yeah, message yeah i don't have to worry about it not being fact anymore mm-hmm. you know yeah. like other companies ha- well, <laughs> you don't have to like try and convince people yeah. that what what you're yeah, doing I is don't, worthwhile i don't or, have to it, yeah. it just is oh you know? man like so every other company has to like mm-hmm. keep validating their message mm-hmm. when i say other companies but other organizations but mm-hmm. the the church with with god's word it is absolute. It is yeah. for everyone. There's nothing I have to do to make it look better. Yeah. All I have to do is to find ways to deliver it that people are looking for mm-hmm. things to receive. Okay. See, I, I totally agree with you. I thought you were saying that there was a time, and I do know this to be true, where you had to validate what you were doing. Like yes. how you were doing it. Yes. Um, and that, that hopefully but, yeah. that even in the last couple of years has been yeah. diminished greatly. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think I have to validate what i do anymore not here not here not here my but, dependent um, some other yeah but uh yeah it it's one amazing thing of, and uh as far as i can tell the bible is the only one and the message of god is the only one that can say like the message never changes ever ever but but it's gone through every form of media that's Ooh. ever been consumed, and I think it is the only message that has ever that's ever happened, like mm. that. And it and it's transcended every form of communication. It's yeah. gone to the next, and to the next, and to the next, mm-hmm. with the same fact. Mm-hmm. From the oral tradition yeah. to mm-hmm. papyrus and scroll yes. and and on and codex mm-hmm. and yep to all tweets those <laughs> to tweets to yeah to TikToks. Now there are. There in every form of media, there's been people trying to manipulate it. Sure, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's it's just more visible now than it was back then, and and we're more cognizant of it. But um, for sure, the true biblical teaching has gone through every medium and will because it is bigger than any mm. than anything else ever created. Yeah, yeah, and it it is my joy and pleasure to be able to take how I received the gospel the first time and try to figure out how the next generation will wants to receive that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. 
Very true. And not only is, you know, scripture, God's word, transformational in the the moment, you know, that that moment of of uh, justifying grace, you know, mm-hmm. like I was a sinner and now I'm, I've, I understand who, who Jesus is and who God is and I accept this and now I'm saved. Mm-hmm. That salvation moment, yep. right? That's the doorway. You know, it's not just the message of that one time transformation. It's the message of ongoing transformation. Mm-hmm. And with that comes um, the need for, and this is where I see like the 167 so much as importance yep. is to offer encouragement to people, to offer inspiration to people, to offer a, hey, a little reminder here, you know, mm-hmm. here's what's, you know, hey, go read this or look at this or let's talk about this for a minute because we are inundated with messages that distract us. What did I say Sunday? Like the enemy can't steal your salvation, but he can certainly try to steal your peace. Yep. Um, and, and that's, I think true for a lot of people and, mm-hmm. and why a lot of people are drawn to things like podcasts and why they can, you know, go into the, as we say, like the black hole of reels or TikToks and all mm-hmm. that is they're, they're looking for something to connect with. Yep. And, um, and so I hope that we we do that. We did not intend to talk about any of that stuff, but um, uh, it's what it is. That, yeah. That's why I like the the free flow of it. Yes. But the challenge of ministry is, and I just, you know, the the conversation is not over as much as we would like to say that COVID no longer has influence. But like the post COVID numbers now, mm-hmm. the post COVID statistics and. And trends that we're seeing. I mean, you talk to educators, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, the what all that did—the time away from school, the time away from all that—what that did to education." Mm-hmm. They're seeing now yeah. those repercussions, and every—I mean, everything I read and the conversations I have with you know leaders—is we're seeing the repercussions of that time, and how it's affected like people's habits, their oh, coming yeah. to worship habits. Um, but it's also in a, and, and that one is kind of a discouragement to a lot of people in the mm-hmm. church world because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think about these massive churches who are not you know, like massive seating churches who yeah. don't, aren't filling them up anymore or, you know, or even smaller churches or, you know, churches like ours where, um, you know, right now we're able to accommodate everybody in one worship service. Mm -hmm. So like you've seen that change in how people view coming to church and the importance of being at church or regularly being there. Mm -hmm. But the flip side of that is you also see how people have are choosing to take in information. They're going to take it in. Yeah. The people are searching Mm -hmm. and not only to, to come into a building and be part of a worship service, but to receive encouragement and, uh, inspiration, um, and so I hope that that is something that we will always continue to do, um, in, in whatever forms we can, who knows what comes after podcasts. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. Drop something in the, who knows what Elon Musk or in the meta. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg will think of, <laughs> I mean, because those, those guys, I mean, those people do drive what, mm. um, takes effect because there's, they can push the forms of media that they want. But good content creators can create content for any media. Correct. That's right. So, and that goes back to the whole point of the message of yes, the Bible and, the, and the good news. Yeah, the good news will fit into any form of media that 
Mm-hmm. Um, takes priority. Amen to that. So right now, podcasts are really cool. Instagram reels are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, TikToks are really cool. And the message fits perfectly in that. Yeah. And then whatever's next that we don't know about that might not even exist yet. Yeah. The message fits perfectly there too. Mm. Yeah. And, well, and it just, and it just takes the, the good creator and the, um, the message first mm-hmm. person to be able to, to make it work. That's right. Well, and so speaking of the message, um, you had this idea a week or so ago for us to look at some of the readings mm-hmm. of our Advent reading plan. And so we're going to take a few moments and look at um, uh, the readings of this past week, which happened to all be from the book of Isaiah. 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 Um, which, so a little, little background on Isaiah before we look at a couple of the verses. You can go ahead and pull up the first one when we get to it, Josh. But so Isaiah is prophet. Um, and he is, you know, has this, uh, I don't, I don't know the, the word I'm looking for, like title, I guess, or, um, opportunity to be the one who is declaring, uh, some through, through prophecy. So this is word from God, right? He's mm-hmm. not just a really good writer. Like this is from God and he, he is the most quoted prophet, um, in regard to Advent and Christmas and this season, and um, you know, so he's receiving these th- this prophecy from from God, and he he gets these uh, and delivers them. And so here they are; they they are expecting the Messiah. They're looking forward to the day when the Messiah would come. And so there are these these. And, and here, let me say this: like prior to Isaiah writing these things. You know, there are these verses that even the prophet Isaiah knew, like from Deuteronomy, when it's, uh, you know, that there is going to be a promise from God. They knew that from Moses, that that he would raise up a prophet uh, among them who will put my words into his mouth. He'll tell them all that I command him. That's from Deuteronomy. And, and there was a promise made to King David that he will raise up an heir after you and, and make his kingdom firm. I'll, I'll be a father to him. He'll be a son to me. So there are these prophecies even pre-Isaiah about the coming Messiah. But then along comes, you know... Uh, Isaiah, I about called him Emmanuel. Isaiah. <laughs> he comes to. Mm-hmm. And there are, actually, this is why I had Emmanuel on my brain. There are three different key Emmanuel prophecies that are unique just to Isaiah. And, and they're found there in chapters 6 through 12. And there are these really, there are these cherished texts that, that kind of stand at the forefront of Advent. They are always kind of there. And whether people even know they're from the book of Isaiah or not, or who Isaiah is, but they're so well known that they, they've made their way into uh, the secular world, I guess, if you will. Um, the first prophecy describes the birth of Emmanuel um, in Isaiah chapter 7, uh, verse 14. And so I'm, I'm highlighting a couple of these um, verses that we will... Um, it's actually it wasn't part of our reading, so um, yeah. But so in Isaiah seven, it's this this messianic prophecy where it says the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and will name him 
Emmanuel. So you get this is Emmanuel, God with us. Um, in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 5 through 6, um, which part of that is in our, our one of our readings, is that we get that he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. He gets these names. And then there's the third prophecy, the Emmanuel prophecy, um, where it talks about the 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 shoot coming out of the, the tree, you know, of, mm-hmm. of Jesse, yeah, the yeah. line of Jesse. Um, and then from the from the roots of that, uh, he will grow. He will grow up. The spirit of the Lord will be upon him. Um, he will declare good news. He'll be, judge the poor. I mean, all these judge. He will judge with justice, mm-hmm. <laughs> not yeah. judge the poor. Yeah. <laughs> um, he will judge with justice. Um, so you have these Emmanuel prophecies, and then you have. The uh, what you would say is like the Advent prophet will give himself. Justice to the poor. Justice to the poor. Thank you for fixing my mixed up words. Um, so we have Isaiah, and he, if anything, he is the Advent prophet. I mean, that's who he is. And so here are these excerpts from his book that are are so used. Um, so okay, let's look at some of them from this week. Um, uh, Isaiah chapter two. What do we have, Josh? Uh, we have Isaiah 2, verses 2 through 5. In the last days, of the, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there to worship. Mm-hmm. People from many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths, for the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. Mm. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will mediate between nations and settle international disputes. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation, nor train train for war anymore. Come, descendants of Jacob's, Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Mm. Is that the verse that you shared for staff meeting yesterday no, for the devotional? No, no, no. It's similar, though. Yeah, Very similar. similar. Because, you know, and I was saying this in staff meeting, I was like, I just didn't realize that mm-hmm. Advent had anything to do with the second coming. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. It, kind of, it, it, it gives me an entirely different perspective of Christmas. Yeah. Because, you know, Revelation... Sec, second coming of Jesus, like big, like it is almost. It's the king the Jews were expecting. Yes, it, the second coming. Yeah, yep. And and that's the the as you pointed out, like we fail, and it's it's not like a horrible thing. We're so focused on the birth of Jesus, God in the flesh, the incarnation, that we overlook that within these prophecies are also the prophecy of he will return again. Mm -hmm. And so the expectation is not just for a savior for that moment, but the savior to return to complete everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you, one of the advent terms is, you know, the, the now and the not yet, you know, um, is we celebrate now, but there is a not yet that is still to come Mm -hmm. and to have that, uh, expectation mm-hmm. that's again yeah. another advent word that anticipation yeah and and it's almost like of what god lets us see of him it, it almost i don't want to say full spectrum of what god lets us see but you get to see this gl- like 
Mm-hmm. These readings are like the glimpse of God that we can comprehend, right? Oh, the yeah. humble entry that Jesus comes, and then the mighty King when He comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so many people expected the mighty, the mighty king. king, which makes the humble entry so important. Yes, yes. Because it because he's like, I'm not here to fit in your box. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to do it my way because my way is the only way that works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be this humble I'm going to come in this humble way and I'm going to pay for everything that needs to be paid for that hasn't happened yet. Yep. And then I'm going to basically come back, chew bubblegum and kick butt. <laughs> and he's all out of bubblegum. Oh. Well, I just pictured like a Rambo-esque kind of Well, it's actually Jesus, it's so. actually a rowdy Roddy Piper I, yeah. quote. <laughs> I had a feeling you were cleaning it up and and re- retooling yeah, yeah. that that yeah. quote there, but But um <laughs> but I mean I never thought about the second coming in the aspect of Christmas and the and it was always anticipating the reverence of what has already happened, not anticipating what's coming and preparation for what's coming yeah yeah it it to me it had always been preparation to observe what has happened yep not to actively prepare for what's coming and that kind of flips it on its head a little bit for me Mm -hmm. not a little bit a lot Uh, because you asked me to do a devotion on staff meeting and it was just kind of more about me talking about how i was dumbfounded that i've never thought this way (laughs) I, I, that's that's my kind of devotion right there. I think that's the yeah. the expectation to learn, you know. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I just and this Advent reading is is so interesting for the fact that I mean, all of this week is more talking about the second coming than it is Christmas, mm-hmm. which I think is so neat. Yeah. Well, and I'll jump to um, Isaiah 11, which was one of our readings, uh, verse 10, starting in verse 10, it says, in that day, this is, this is the second coming language that we skip over and we shouldn't in regard to Advent and, and all that. In that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. This is the one I read for devotion. Yeah. Okay. The nations will rally to him and the land where he lives will be a glorious place. Um, you can't really say that right now. About no. <laughs> In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to bring back the remnant of his people. Um, and then it lists all the countries and places. And uh, it says he'll raise a flag among the nations. So there's this second coming. I mean, it's not even like uh, you have to guess what he's no, saying. It's yeah. like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to return, and here's what it is. Mm-hmm. So there is this, this uh, return language, and it's part of the Advent experience, or it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and previous to that is that that um, about Jesse's root uh, will be raised high, and uh, you know, out of that that, and that's talking about lineage. You know, and the connection um, to to King David and on through the line. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Another um, verse. Well, one of the readings. Or something from the reading. Well, I, I was I wanted to say one thing yeah. about the fact that Isaiah is talking about a second coming, mm-hmm. and Isaiah is an Old Testament. Yeah. 
So the first coming hasn't happened yet. And he's already talking about a return. And he's already yeah. talking about a return. It's kind of like when Backstreet, like their first song was like Backstreet's Back. You're not the only one that never understood that? Yeah. Well, I kind of do. Um, Except for the fact that they had this European that's album that was exactly, huge. Yes, that's what it and, was. And the and song like, was actually their coming back to America announcement, yes, basically. Yeah, that's, yeah. But when you first heard it, it's like Back, I didn't. I didn't I'd know never, you existed. Where were you before? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to watch, there's like a Netflix special or something. (laughs) But it blows my mind that Isaiah is talking about a second coming before the first coming happens. Do you think Isaiah was in a boy band? I mean, Isaiah would be, if someone was named Isaiah now, you'd expect Hmm. them to be in a boy band. Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye, bye. I mean, is the the Prophets just a a boy band name? (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. You were talking, Oh, yeah, the, yeah he just, was talking and yeah, then he was, not returning. Yeah, he, he was talking about the second coming and the first coming. Like, he hasn't even got here to fulfill the other prophecies yet. And God's already laying out. Before the first pro- prophecy is fulfilled, he's already laying the groundwork of the second coming. Mm-hmm. And and that's so neat that, um, that Isaiah was so willing to listen to God. He's... he's writing about something that he has no context to even how the first one went yeah yeah yep and and that's just kind of that's just kind of a cool thing to me like you'd expect a book like isaiah talking about the second coming to be in the new testament for sure because it's like oh what what's happened before oh no it hasn't happened yet yeah okay yeah it was so Mm -hmm. good that you're Mm -hmm. wanting more and this is what's going to happen yep and and if Jesus hadn't done exactly what the per- first prophets had said. Everything that Isaiah would say about the second coming would not make sense. Mm. You know, he had to come from the lineage of David. Had to. Yeah. You know? And every one of those prophecies were fulfilled. And it's not like one or two every of the boxes one. were checked. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. And did you just get goosebumps? Yeah. <laughs> that's why this the readings in Isaiah have been so cool to me is because it you see the orchestration of God's master plan mm-hmm. right there. Yep. And he's already he's already doing his second act before the first one has even come to fruition yet. Yep. It's it's just another level it's thinking it's, for me. Yeah, and the um and this is why, to me, the reading plan is helpful because, um, you know, I mean, I hate to say it because it sounds very consumeristic, and you know how I feel about that, but um, we all are consumers. Yeah. And so, but like when you go, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna sit down with a Bible, let me go read a, a prophetic book with language that's, you know, kind of, is it here, is it there, when is it, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you're more of a... a a practical type learner, then you might not be drawn to the prophecies. But when you go, okay, I'm going to read these, these passages through Advent, um, because they're there as part of the bigger story, then it's in, you're intentionally reading it. And mm-hmm. it's not like, mm-hmm. this is my favorite book, but I mean, I, I, Isaiah is beautiful. I mean, Isaiah and Jeremiah are my two favorite of the, the prophetic books, but my goodness, uh, the the imagery and the and just the directness in many ways of Isaiah are so powerful, mm-hmm. um, and you really can't 
Um, I know you were like kind of like gobsmacked a little bit because you were like, how did I not, how did I not connect the second coming with Advent and Christmas? Not that you hadn't heard it before, obviously. Well, it's not like I've never even, it's not like I've not even read these verses before. Right. I've just never put them into that context. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you know, you know how we're, we're, we're now doing books. Some of our series are book Mm -hmm, studies. mm Mm-hmm. And some of our series are topical studies. Mm-hmm. I, and I would imagine there are people, when you have a topical series, mm-hmm. that if you pull just a verse of Isaiah, they would assume it's New Testament. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could very easily seem that way for sure. Yeah. And just the... It's just so cool how this stuff is, is written and orchestrated and... And a whole new light on why this stuff is Advent related. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sitting here looking at if you have not read the Advent readings. First of all, where can they find the Advent readings if they haven't seen them yet? You can find them on our social medias. If you're not on the social medias, make sure you're signed up for our um, community news. Mm-hmm. Um, the list is out every week, and you can find printed out versions on the next steps wall. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wrap up our time, and I know we talked about a lot of different things. Uh, I encourage you to go and and read, and you know if you've missed a few days, so what? Pick up where you are. If you want to go back and read some, but but it's read, not a lot of it's, reading. It's really not. Um, but especially these readings in Isaiah, and of course, if you were gonna read all of Isaiah, you're reading a whole lot of chapters of Isaiah. Sixty six. So read, you know, start with these um, suggested readings. But out of, um, out of Isaiah chapter 40, and this is to me, it, like you said, this is, um, if someone were just to have, there would be no listing of who wrote this, uh, chapter or verse. It was just words. A lot of people would go, where in the new Testament is this? Where Mm -hmm. in the, okay, Jesus has been here and, uh, was was crucified, died, and buried, mm-hmm. and now rose again. Where is it in the New Testament? Here's the words from the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her that her sad days are gone and her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. So that's a direct prophecy of John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Make, make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys and level the mountains and hills. Straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will set it together. The Lord has spoken. And then it just goes on. It's like a voice said, shout. I asked, what should I shout? Shout that people are like the grass and their beauty fades as quickly as the flowers in a field. The grass withers and the flowers fade beneath the breath of the Lord. And so it is with people. So it's this like, Mm -hmm. hey, your life is, it has a time frame. So Mm -hmm. make the most of it. Call on the name of the Lord. Um, The grass withers and flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. And then it finishes as, O Zion, that's God's people, his, his people, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintop, shout out louder, O Jerusalem, shout and do not be afraid, tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, the sovereign Lord is coming in power, and he will rule with a powerful arm, 
So that's the expectation of the first coming. Yes. Which is why it was missed by so many. Mm-hmm. There was the expectation of he's going to come in and knock them all down, mm-hmm. all the tyrants and all those. Uh, see, he brings his reward with him as he comes. Verse 11 of Isaiah 40. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. That is a strange language to go from, you know, mm-hmm. strong arm to a, a, a shepherd, a caring shepherd. But all He's of this talking is about this, both mm-hmm. comings at once. Yep. All of this is this beautiful imagery of the purpose of um, of Jesus coming to begin with. He's coming to make things right. Yeah. He's coming to bring us shalom, mm-hmm. that peace, that mm-hmm. wholeness, that completeness of God. Mm-hmm. Um, without Jesus, we don't have it. Yeah, it's it's like saying who he is and what he's here to do. Yes, yes. So I just encourage you to to go and read more of um, Isaiah. Read read these particular readings, um, and and start if you haven't been keeping up, keep following along um, with the Advent readings because I think they just paint as you pointed out, Josh, a, a, the bigger picture. Yeah, which I think is really cool. So. Yep. Well, anything else? Uh, just a reminder about important dates. Yeah. This Sunday, we're talking about joy. Joy, 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 joy. In anima. <laughs> Unde. In anima. Unde. Bring your backpacks. Yep, bring your backpacks. Back, backpack your back. To... All right, I'll stop. I don't know that one. <laughs> I was trying to read like Backstreet's Back. And oh, like, back, oh. Backpack, yeah. back. This Sunday. Yep, no. Okay. <laughs> December 18th <laughs> at 1030 meeting. is our music service. We are only having one service that day, so make that note. It's still at 1030. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Eve, uh, 3 and 430 p.m. And then Christmas. Not a.m.? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I wonder if you have to make that delineation <laughs> at, the, at those two times. I could see like a 6 and 7 you need to make the delineation, mm-hmm. but not at like 3 and 4. That's right. Yeah, three and four thirty, and then Christmas, no service. No service. Uh, watch online. That's right. Hey, we appreciate you guys, and we will see you very soon. And uh, Josh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the One Sixty Seven podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.